Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Today, we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video about paying attention, a book about twins in the circus and his friends, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Ted Bogart. What's up, Tiberius? How are you? I'm doing good. And Ted is the creator and host of the hit Facebook Live series, The Ted Show. You are correct. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Same here. So today we're going to start off with the video of the week, and this is going to be a squirrel. And now it's time for the video game of the week. And now it's time for the video game of the week. Today's video game is May I Have Your Attention. This game is made by Foulest. So this game was made by some other platform called itch.io. You can find tons of games like, I don't know, games. Well, this game was made in under 48 hours for a contest. 48 hours? How do you even make a game in that short amount of time? Oh, you don't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So first off, this is a crazy game. You're presented with a split screen and four mini games on it. You get to play them all at the same time. So if you move your guy up in one game, it moves up in all of the games. So if you press shooting in one game, it doesn't in all the games. So you have to figure out which game to do first and where it does not cost you to lose in the other ones so you have how to go- ch- how do you play that tiberius four screens at once i can't even look at one screen you pay attention <laughs> good answer i set that up very good <laughs> so you have to complete all four games to win the level well then they give you four new <laughs> mini games to complete some levels you have one mini game that requires you to just stay alive until the other three are done this is way harder because you really have to pay attention to that game to ensure winning the other games does not cause you to die in the one that you have to stay alive in. I think I, I'm afraid I would just unfortunately be one of the people who died because paying attention to four screens would be tough. I mean, for I would time. control the mouse, you would control one side, I would control the other. Love it. Like if may I have your attention, 8 out of 10 stars because it's really a lot of fun to try to pay attention to all four games at the same time. It was really driving my dad crazy, and this is always fun for me. Lol. <laughs> As it should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your Contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. The Tiberius Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are 
on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about custom designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. Now it's time for the book of the week, The Search for Atlas. This book is written by Connor Boyack. In fact, I have had the pleasure of interviewing Connor on this show. He was great. Let me read you the back of the book. In fact, Ted, would you like to do the honors? I would be honored to do the honors. Are you ready? Yeah. It's been a long time since I read out loud, Tiberius. What happens when hardworking people quit in a world filled with consumers? What happens if the producers give up and leave? And how can people better practice personal responsibility and not have a sense of entitlement about the things that they deserve? Really, that's a great question. Ethan and Emily Tuttle tackle these questions in their latest adventure, this time as clowns in the visiting circus. This book shows how things begin to fall apart when socialism creeps in. Join the clown twins as they try to figure out where Atlas went and, more importantly, why he left. Dun, dun, dun. Well, this is a great book about Ethan and Emily going to the circus, but what happened to the greatest attraction? So the total, so the total twins are going to the circus, but something was different. They were invited to be in the show, which is crazy. So they said yes, and they learned a ton of information. Alice, the amazing, most attra- Alice, the most amazing, most attractive attractive attraction left wait what try it again dad you don't have the that's what you wrote that's what you wrote atlas the most amazing attractive attraction left also there's a note saying i quit atlas this was bad what happened here what was gonna happen to the circus so, after some investigation, the twins found out that the clowns wanted the same pay as the strongman, and they wanted the same perks. So, they lowered the pay to Atlas to cover it. This was very much like socialism, but like what they do in Russia. Atlas the bodybuilder was not getting paid enough. This was not cool. He was working hard and getting money. But the clowns barely do anything and gets paid the same amount. This was not fair. Now, I get to tell you all of the story, but it was a good ending in the end. <laughs> Sounds give, like it. It is. I give the search for Atlas 10 out of 10 stars because I really liked the story and it was very educational about what life is and how to get paid. See, GamingSmithLaw.com. You can call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help people. If you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. That website again is cwsmithlaw.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? (laughs) Mid-State Fire has been providing top quality fire equipment services for three generations to the Central Florida area. Don't wait for an emergency to repair. Call Mid-State Fire today at 407-246-8855. 
Get your fire extinguishers and emergency lighting for both your home and businesses by visiting www.midstatefire.com. That number again is 407-246-8855. Now it's time for an interview of an interesting person. Today's test is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Ted Boger. <laughs> That's an intro, Tiberius. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ted is the mastermind for the hit show, The Ted Show, featuring awesome people from Orlando. Yes, that is correct. I'm very excited to be here. It's very interesting to be interviewed and not be the interviewer. So first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? I love it. It's it's no pressure. I love not having to think of the questions. I love the fact that you are running the show. Um, it's great, entertaining. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So you have been running your own streaming podcast show for over five years. How did you get started? Uh, I got started when people started wondering what I did, and I figured I would try this new thing back in the day called Facebook Live. It was new to me anyway. And I just began to showcase my friends and my charities and the people in our community, and it kind of took on a life of its own. So the whole point in the beginning was just to show people that I actually had a job and I worked uh, and that I knew some people in town. Wow. So what gave you the idea to have your show at the Citrus Club? So I am here every day working, and the Citrus Club is a beautiful place on the 18th floor of the Citrus Tower, BB&T Tower. The lighting is amazing. It just works out perfectly, and I've gotten to meet so many people here that have come on the show. So the Citrus Club is incredibly kind and gracious in allowing okay. me to have it. So who was your very first guest? My very first guest is an old college friend. Gert Garman. She owns a company called Broad Perspective. She does workshops, team building, and she was the first person to encourage me and tell me I should do it. So, of course, she had to be the first guest. So, what was the coolest thing that you learned about doing all of these interviews? You know what I learned is that people love to share their story and their journey, and people really do receive it. So I think a lot of people would think in the beginning that I don't have anything to tell, I don't have anything to share, I haven't done anything exciting. Uh, And yet, when people come on the show, they share all sorts of emotional things, things that have motivated and inspired them. So what is the best part about running your own life podcast? I'm in control. I get to determine who comes on the show and who doesn't. I get to control the tone of it, and I get to control the reach, which is so important to me. So do you ever have a show that just goes, like, completely wrong? Yes. I have had multiple shows go wrong, and the majority of that is because the guests, uh, I love them, but the guests did not follow instructions, just like I got instructions for your show. Uh, They didn't have Chrome. They didn't have a microphone, they couldn't get their camera to work. So we've had shows go completely south because of that. Yeah, that's a big problem. So I run a radio show and podcast that talks about people's jobs. Do you have to write your own scripts or do you just wing it when it comes to what you want to say? I 1000% wing it. I have never, if a guest comes on and they want pre-planned questions, I say, no, I'm the wrong show for you. So we just go totally stream of consciousness, winging it the entire time. Good for you. You are very lucky. (laughs) I have to actually write my own scripts. (laughs) I can never wing it. (laughs) 
I think you will. You're learning. You're obviously good at what yeah, you do. Eventually, that will come. Yeah. Well, did you ever get to interview someone so famous that it made you nervous? Wow. Uh, no, I have not. I, I feel like I have been blessed to interview some amazingly famous people, but the way that we set up the show is very down to earth. The tone is very calm, and I encourage them, and I tell them they're in a safe place. And so I don't get nervous, and they don't get nervous, and you can tell in the final outcome of the show. Okay. So who was your favorite interview, and why? Was it your favorite interview? Wow, my favorite interview. See, I wasn't allowed to look at these questions beforehand. This is um, exactly why. I, I have to say one of my favorite videos, Zachariah Cartledge came on and he does Running for Heroes. He was 11 at the time. And I had never had a kid on my show, a child on my show. And I was pleasantly surprised, actually incredibly surprised by the passion and compassion that an 11-year-old had and the amount of purpose and drive he had in trying to help uh, first responders, veterans, all of that good stuff. So, one of my favorites. Okay, so now I have a dad that finds me tons of guests. He asks absolutely everyone. <laughs> How do you find people that you want to interview on your show? Well, I'm blessed because I grew up here, and so I know a lot of people from going to school here and being involved. But in reality, once the show took off, uh, I don't search for guests anymore. Um, I get, I have a waiting list, and we uh, go through them and get everyone on at some point. But I don't have to go out and search for guests anymore. Okay. Well, if you could interview anyone that you have not already interviewed, who would it be? Wow. Um, I would love to interview. Um, a president, pick one, of the United States. I think that would be amazing. I would love to interview some of the leaders around the world, not just the ones who are in public office, but the ones who do so much good for our world. Mm -hmm. So what's the hardest part about running your own show? The scheduling, as you know, maybe you don't know, but the scheduling is crazy. Uh, today, uh, you are my last show, that, but I'm actually being interviewed, but I did seven before you. And wow. so the scheduling can be incredibly challenging, trying to fit into everyone's schedule and then still have a life and still have a work life. Okay, so if you could think of one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be? A producer, a production assistant, anybody to help me run stuff, kind of like, um, like your dad does. I would love that. That would make my life so much easier. Okay. So now your bio says that you started a program called TED's Community. Can you tell me yes. more about that? Yeah, so I formed that with a few partners, including Claude Smith. The entire point of TED's Community is to engage the community as a whole, to give back and get rid of the reliance that a lot of people have on big government. Try to give them the power back and let them take control of their lives instead of having to rely on someone else for their basic needs. So what is the one episode that you are most proud of? Wow, the one episode I'm most proud of. Uh, I can think of two, so I'll throw them both at you. Uh, we did a Black Lives Matter show. Uh, we got a lot of engagement on that. I just love the fact that everyone came on and we discussed things in an adult way. I also had an LGBTQ plus show where we talked about pronouns and the importance 
of being um, an ally. Both of those had a lot of heart and people shared uh, what was going on in their lives. And I just felt like both of those, especially at the time that we did them, uh, were very motivational and inspiring for me personally. Okay, so what's the craziest situation that you have run into while doing your work? Uh, while doing my show, yes. So I've had uh, microphones cut out, cameras fall over, uh, I've had Facebook Live go out, I have had guests fall off a chair, I have had some crazy things happen uh, on the show, and since we do ours live, most of them, uh, it's all wow. caught on camera and there's nothing we can do about That's it. That's why I don't do live. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yep. <laughs> So what was the first job that you ever had? The first job I ever had? Um, I did uh, telemarketing for a company when I was in high school. Um, I did, yeah, it was, I sold a lot of stuff. I wow. don't even remember what I sold, but uh, that kind of got me on my journey of I am good with people, I think, and good on the phone. Well, was there anything you learned from that job to help you be a better broadcaster and host? You know, I learned uh, a lot from that job. Mostly it had to do with not being afraid of rejection. And Certainly it had to do with inflection and voice and how you can really communicate with people even if they're not in front of you. Okay. So who helped motivate or inspire you the most in following your dreams? Wow. Uh, I, have, I am blessed to have a close circle of friends. I have... Uh, partners at work, I have family, they all have supported me in everything that I do and I have been incredibly blessed to have that group, that circle that gets behind me on every crazy idea I have like the TED show or any kind of business venture that I do. They're incredibly supportive. Okay, so what advice would you give my listeners if they wanted to grow up and run their own show? <sighs> Ten Consistency. I think that once you decide to do a show, like I decided to do mine live every day, that you have to stick to it and you can't be sporadic with your audience because as your audience grows, they become, um, they become accustomed to when you're on. And if you ever deviate from them, from that, it can impact you, it can impact your guests, it can impact your show. And so one lesson I have learned is consistency is number one when you're doing any kind of podcast or video cast. Okay. Well, do you ever run into fans when you are in the street or not recording? All the time. Uh, my family rolls their eyes when we're out and somebody says, oh my God, it's Ted from the Ted Show. Uh, it's very overwhelming and very humbling. But yes, it happens every day, <laughs> all the time. Well, if you could go back 10 years and tell yourself something, what would it be? Oh my God, the things that I thought were important, the things that I thought were so critical are not. And to not put so much emphasis on what's going on and to really remember that this too shall pass uh, and to not worry so much about the future. Mm -hmm. Well, what was the biggest mistake you ever made and how did it change you as a person? Wow, the biggest mistake I ever made. Oh my God, I've made so many. I make them on a daily basis. Um, I, I feel like probably overall, um, maybe misjudging people, not, not allowing a person to show me who they really were, 
I would say that that has always been a regret that I have once I get to know someone, not giving them a chance in the beginning to show me who they were and judging them um, unfairly. Well, do you play video games? And if you do, what is your favorite one? Yeah, I'm horrible at video games. Uh, the last one I think I played was Wii Bowling or Guitar Hero or something, and I am I'm terrible. I'm surprised to hear Wii Bowling. I love bowling. Wii Bowling, I was good at that one, but oh my God, uh, Guitar Hero, I was the absolute worst guitar player, drum player. I'm actually good at real play. life bowling. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty good at real life bowling. I don't mind that. Okay, so what is your favorite book to read? Oh, my favorite book to read. Um, I'm a man of faith, so I do read my Bible a lot. Um, I uh, love anything that is inspirational. Um, I do read Brene Brown. I read, I read Max Lucado. Um, I love authors that tell a story and motivate me and give me nuggets that I can take away and use in my life. Okay, so now can you tell me that one story? You know, remember, this is a kid's show, but that one story, well, that you're not supposed to tell me about. Come on, you can tell me. Wow, a story I'm not supposed to tell you about. Exactly. Um, <laughs> wow, I don't have that much of it. You mean like a life story? I don't have I'm that much like of an adventurous... Story, but like an embarrassing one. Oh, embarrassing. Oh, God, I do so many embarrassing things. Most of the things that I do embarrassing are for charity. Um, I've dressed up like Tina Turner for and sang lip sync, full dress, full makeup, full wig. I've dressed up like Belle Princess for Base Camp Children's Cancer Foundation uh, in an outfit in the, with 100 people. Uh, I do a lot of embarrassing things for charity. That's usually where the embarrassing part comes in, but it's always for a great cause. So okay. I don't well, mind. is there anything else you think my listeners should know about you? Um, I think I feel like I'm an open book. I feel like I do live my life the way that um, it's true. What I do, it's not a fake persona. What you see here is exactly what you get when you are with me in person and how I am with you in business or in life, friendship, family. Um, I am the same 24-7 no matter who I'm with. Okay. Well, do you have a Facebook for my listeners that want to follow you? Yes, I do. So fa my Facebook is Facebook. Uh, it's Welcome to the TED Show is the actual uh, slash after Facebook.com. But you can find me at the TED Show. Uh, I would love for you to follow me. Uh, follow I my have. guests. Support. Thank you. Support. Support the guests. The most important thing to me is when somebody comes on and shares their journey that that they get a lot of love and support from my audience. Mm -hmm. Well, what is the one question that you think I forgot to ask you? She forgot to ask me. Wow, these are tough. Exactly. I like it. Exactly uh, the question you, you forgot to ask me. I would say. You did a phenomenal job, Tiberius. I'm not. Uh, I really think that those questions were all good. They covered the basis. Uh, I think you did a fantastic job. You covered origin. You covered what's going on now. You covered my whys and my purpose. So kudos to you. I think it was great. Thank you. Well, thank you, Ted, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for math corners? I would love to stick around for math. I'm 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 a math guy. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Love it, love it. <laughs>
The Tribeus Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. So find out more at OakRidgeGunRange.com. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Thank you, Ted, for helping me with Math Corners. Today, we're going to talk about multiplying fractions. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love fractions. That's, yes. that's my level. It's good. Yes. So, I've been doing some my IXL.com math exercises, and we got into a number of options that have to do with multiplying fractions. Well, most people know how to multiply a fraction by one, but did you know that you can use that for just more than just one? I did not. See, when you multiply 4 over 4, you just do the first, you first do the numerator and then the denominator. You do this a lot for always multiplying by 1. But you can multiply by a fraction as well. The same rules apply. You can multiply a fraction by just multiplying straight across the numerators and the denominators. Here's an example. So you want to take uh, 3 fifths fifths and multiply by 7 eighths. This looks like it would be super hard, but it's actually not. So first you do the numerators, three times seven, which is 21. So the numerator for the answer would be 21. Then you do the denominators. Five times eight is 40. So the denominator of the answer would be 40. This makes the answer 21 over 40. And then, surprisingly, you're done. So here's the last one. One half times one half. First you do the top, one times one is one. Then you do the bottom, two times two is four. The answer is one fourth. This makes fractions so much easier to deal with. I love it. So Ted, do you not know all about how to multiply fractions? I do, I actually know. It's one thing I know how to do in math. Well, thank you so much, Ted, for your help with Math Corners. You did a great job, you taught me. for the heart of a line. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a line, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. This week, we're going to talk about leadership. For me, I think leadership is the act of loving what is good, having self-control, and being disciplined. The qualities of leadership are providing guidance and direction, organization, and being a positive influence on others. Well, this week, I got to work on the prayer that they would use in chapel at school. Well, I had to think about it, what the entire school should pray for and write it down as well. I thought about it, and I wanted them to pray that everyone does well in their homework and that their family members are and stay healthy. And then I got to say prayer in front of the entire school during chapel. 
This was guidance and direction, and I had worked to ensure that I include something that everyone would need, which is being a positive influence. So cool. Mm -hmm. So Ted, did you see or use leadership at all this week? Actually, I did. I am a leader in my company. So uh, one of the things that we did this week is we had team meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings, and we we really talked about goal setting. And I think as a leader, you have to help guide the people that you work with, whether it be in uh, personal, professional, charity. I think it's super important for us to be able to help people instead of just uh, sending them off to the wolves and hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. So, yes, leadership on a daily basis is part of my, my world. Well, we should always try and be line strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? We absolutely should. I'm 100% in agreement. I love LION. I love that. I hadn't heard that acronym before. It's great. And that's our show, folks. Something and amazing. Ten Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. Tiberius, you do a great interview, organized, to the point, ask great questions. I absolutely loved it. It's such an honor to be on the show. Thank you. Continue to do the amazing work that you're doing because you are changing lives and impacting lives. And I think it's it's absolutely wonderful what you well, do. Well, you're welcome. And it has been so much fun talking with you today. And I hope in the future to see more of the TED Show and maybe even be a guest. I'd love that very much. Absolutely would love. But then I would have to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be great. I know it. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Tiberius Show. Your host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live <laughs> I love it. studio so audience. So good, Tiberius. Executive Thank producer, you for Joseph me. Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Room Manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.